I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be a show puppy? This could be a while. Puppy smash. Bad parenting podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 148 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody, And we're back. We are. And we missed another week. And we're really sorry. <laughs> we're kind of like, sorry, not sorry. I was, yeah, I was just going to say, sorry, not sorry. So I, I, I really do, I, 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 I strive for consistency. I strive to try to get the show out on a weekly basis. But ultimately, life fucking happens. And life has happened <laughs> a lot the last week and a half to two weeks. Yes. And um, oh, some of it's been some bu- real bummer shit. Uh, some of it not so much. Right. Um, so yeah, we really tried to get something out last week, but it just it wasn't happening. And we'll get into it a little bit as we go deeper into the show. Um, but right now, like we're lucky we're even recording today because it's actually it's not the weekend. It's Monday night. Um, it yeah. was the kid's first day back at school after spring break. Yep. Um, and, and Saturday I was like. Hold up in the bedroom, right. trying not to puke. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, Saturday because you did. Yeah, oh, Saturday you, we you, went to the yeah, movie in made, the beginning of the day. Saturday, and, then, and yeah. I made it through most of the day. But by the yeah. time we got home, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, oh, I might, oh," and I just like wallowed in nasty feeling until yeah. sun Sunday morning. Sunday morning at three a.m. Yeah, yeah, two a.m. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lovely we, sound effect there for you. There's been a... Um, so, let's just kind of... We'll start at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I was out of town for a week. Yes. At the uh, the uh, my annual software event that I do. Yes. <clears throat> and then I came back from that. You would start... While I was gone, you had taken that opportunity to have your in-laws come... Or your... your Sorry, not your in-laws. Your in-laws. My in-laws. Your parents come over and help rip out all the old janky-ass nasty carpet on the main floor. And you started the laminate flooring project. Right. Which, when I got back, I helped you finish, which leads into more of the reasons why we didn't record. Right. Um, but but during that time, on Thursday and Friday of that week you were gone, Tempe was feeling the effects of her milk allergy even worse than normal. And... I had the sneaking suspicion that she was actually had some kind of virus because right. it was not her normal, I don't feel good. It was like she was yeah. legitimately throwing up. Yep. So I started to have a hankering that something was going on. So that happened Thursday and Friday and a little Saturday. Yep. And then Trent come in, came in somewhere like Sunday or Monday uh-huh. and he had it. Uh-huh. No, he got it on, I know which day it was, Thursday. That's right. Because then it was spring break. Right. So we finished the flooring on like Sunday. Moved into spring break. Moved into spring break. I worked the first two days. You worked the first two days. Trent, Timmy was still feeling kind of gross those days, but not horrible. But on like on Wednesday, no, Tuesday, on Tuesday, we went to the, uh, I took Tempe to the beach. Yes. Because she was back at it at that point. She was fine. But Trent, he wasn't sick sick. He was just... Lethargic. Lethargic and fevery. So I went to the beach with Tempe. And my mom stayed home with Trent. Then Wednesday, we all stayed home. Right. No. No, Wednesday is when... Uh, we left. No, had- we did. We stayed home Wednesday. And then yes. Thursday, we went to the beach with 
the other family. Friend, yep. And we stayed the night. Right. And then by Friday, she had gotten sick, her, the other family's mom, and then yes. somewhere in there, Trent got sick. I mean, you Trent and I got sick Friday night. Yeah. So it was a conglomeration of... Yeah. This, and it's it's a fast moving bug too. Like it, it hit, it lays into you fast. Like you feel fine, then all of a sudden you're like, no, I don't feel fine. I don't know. See, it languished with me because I was not feeling well when we came home from the beach on right. Friday. I was not feeling well. Ah. I was already feeling like this does not feel good, and then or whatever day it was, Thursday or Friday, and then I kind of wallowed in it, just not feeling great mm-hmm. until Saturday. It started to hit me. Right. And then I didn't throw up till Saturday night, late yeah. Sunday morning. Well, see, and, and for me, it was uh, Friday when we were out at dinner is yeah. when it started to hit me. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. I think I feel it. And then by that evening, I, I, I got lucky. I was the one that never puked. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I didn't get lucky because it kept me up. I was up till like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning because I just felt miserable. Like I, I, I was one of the few times in my life where I actually I, like, I wanted to. That must have been to. Thursday night because that was the night we were gone. No, because it was the night that we went. Um, to dinner after we went huh. to our appointment, okay. and that's when I, I and I couldn't eat all the food because uh-huh. I was wasn't like oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. finish my cider. Yeah, but you did that on the night we were gone too. You told me you were up all night with a stomach ache. No, that was um. Well, I guess so. Yeah, but I'm just I, saying that's right. what it feels like. Is you like you you're up, you're right. just not either, feeling great. Yeah, either way, it was just bleh. um, and so thankfully you know it all cleared up before we had to start school this week, which was a good thing, but. Um, yeah, the only person to not get it is Ezra. So far. And, yeah, I'm just waiting. Yeah, I've got a, I, I have him keeping a bowl by his bed in case something happens. Good plan. Um, it's just, just because you never know. Um, but, yeah, so that, that, there was that. And then in amongst all of that, I injured my knee during the laminate flooring install, and it slowly got worse throughout the week to the point where I was on a, I was actually using a cane to walk by uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Um, turns out after all was said and done, um, I found out the hard way that it was dislocated when I, when I had dislocated the kneecap, when the son of a bitch popped back into place, when I rolled over in bed and <laughs> sounded like a gunshot taken off and I felt like, Oh, I almost shit myself. That hurt so bad. <laughs> and then it, um, it took three more, like, I don't think it, even when it did that, it didn't pop fully back into place. Right. Um, cause it took two or three more cracks before it finally got to the point where I'm at, I've got full movement in again. But now it, it, I've got all the, the ligaments were stretched and whatnot, so they're all pissed off at me. Today's actually the first day I've walked without a cane since last Wednesday or Thursday, which has been, you know, fantastic. Um, and so we had that happen. And then when I got back from my trip in the middle of the laminate floor installation on Saturday, I got a text message that um, from uh, one of my associates that I work not working at our company, but we work with this company. Um, an associate at that company and she's like it's with a heavy heart and many tears uh so and so passed away last night and it it hit me pretty hard because it was the first customer that i had met professionally but we had developed a pretty close friendship Mm. um we were actually making plans to get together over uh um, the summer and have like he was like inviting all of us down to go to his place in Nevada mm-hmm. and spend some time just kind of hanging out and kicking ass and doing shit down there. Um, and he's only two years older than I am. He's thirty eight and mm-hmm. he died of a massive heart heart attack. Yeah. And I had literally like on Thursday I had you know I was sitting at the bar with him and he's like you know good class you guys did awesome this week and like well thank you and we had chit chat about our future plans for as far as I'm gonna be back down here be here in a couple months we're gonna do this we're gonna do that blah 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 um, and then. Uh, we will, uh, from there, we were going to talk about other stuff we were going to do. And it came into, um, and then I, I said, all right, man, have a good evening. We'll, we'll, we'll see you. Never talk to you soon. Shook his hand, walked out of there. And then you know, 48 hours later, I get the call that he's, he's no longer with us. And I'm like, what right. the hell? Then the very next day, I get a phone call from my mom that her mom was rushed to the hospital because she had collapsed at, um, their, I don't know if it, they actually call it church, but Jehovah's Witnesses at their mm-hmm. little whatever. Um, Kingdom Hall. Well, yeah, but I don't know if they call it, you know, I don't know if they refer to it as going to church or what they, right. but it is. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just really don't know what they call it. Um, and she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And then it was a game of Wayne's World, game on, game off, because like, oh, wait, no, it's not pancreatic cancer. It's just a mass on her pancreas that we have to figure out. Oh, wait, no, it is pancreatic cancer. <laughs> da, 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 da. And she's still with us right now, but she is, her body is in the process of shutting down, um, and she is passing. And uh, 
I went and saw, said my goodbyes to her yesterday and went with all that and did that whole thing. Um, so yeah, it's just been, it's been a shitty couple of weeks. Like it's just been kind of like when life takes a dump on you, it really tends to pour quite a bit. Yep. Um, and yeah, so if I, I'm trying to keep like the bitterness and the rage and the, and the whatnot kind of in control during this episode, but I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I'm really upset at the situation with my grandma cause I'm watching her sit there and suffer through this. And I find it, all I really can say is that I find it super fucking shitty that we are more humane to our animals than we are to our fellow human being. Mm-hmm. So we'll just put it there. Leave it at that. Like, yeah, let's let them just lay there and wallow and whatevs. So. Yeah, we went through the same thing with my all three of my grandparents that have passed away in the last five years. That, you know, they didn't need, they didn't want and or need to be like that for as long as they were right. they would have much rather just going out yeah, yeah. um so well and the thing that really is upsetting me about this one is that with what's happening her her pancreas and her liver and everything else and gallbladder isn't properly processing and doing doing its job that was the uh washing machine you dumbass if you guys heard that growl, that was my dog in my lap growling at the fact that the washing machine just switched cycles. He's protecting <laughs> me from the evil, evil washing machine. Um, so her body is literally slowly poisoning her, but that's a more humane way to go than to just pop her up on some drugs and give her a Viking send-off, so to speak, into the great beyond. Like, uh, And to look at her, her, her skin's literally the color of, um, of an orange. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that color orange because it's just no longer processing out all the crap. And I, I don't know if they would call it, it jaundice or whatever, but um, yes, yeah. So it's just it's it's no good. And it was you know, there's a lot of other stuff that goes into play with that because we kind of lost touch with her over the last ten years or so because she started kind of. My grandfather got dementia, and then she got a little bit of it, too, and it moved into where, like, every time we sat down with him, it was nothing but um, weird, like, jabs at us for why we weren't Jehovah's Witnesses and all this other shit, yeah. and like, she was, like, being very feisty and, attack- and attacking, and I'm like, you know, I love you, but if you're going to keep this up, we're just going to stop visiting, because well, it's not, you know. <laughs> and the last time I had seen her, it had just been, like, a long freaking guilt trip about how I'd never been to their house. Right. And, like, every sentence brought it back to that. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. Like, I can get, like, grandmas are all about guilt trips. Right. I get that. I, of all people, get that. But this is, like, a whole nother level. But, like, she wouldn't let it go. Yeah. And and finally, I kind of snapped her. I'm like, well, you've never actually invited me. <laughs> like, you've guilt tripped me for not doing it, but you've never actually invited me. Right. And, no, I felt kind of bad about <laughs> snapping at an old woman. But, no, yeah, it's, um, it's fine. We, we, her and I, we, we got, we've... We had at one point we had an agreement <laughs> where she understood where mm-hmm. I stood about religion and where yeah. she stood, and like I can respect yours if you can respect my lack of, and da da da. But when the mind starts to go, all that stuff kind of yeah. starts to take a take into it. Now, sh- that. see, neither one of them ever brought up religion to me, right? I thought that was funny, yeah. I don't know if they were scared of it, no, or it, what? they were actually that was guidelines my father had set up uh. that when you're in his house, you just you talk about good stuff or you prepare to be you know land blasted right. with you know what he has to say about it um but long story short i got to see her i held her hand she kind of looked at me you could tell that she was kind of in and out of actual like um awareness yeah and she just kind of looked at me i'm like grandma it's justin and then she had this big grin on her face and welled up with tears and kind of really squeezed my hand so it was nice to be able to say i love you and goodbye and all that stuff but um it's for as much as animosity has, the, uh, not animosity, but for as much angst as there was in the relationship from time to time, I would never wish this kind of a death on anybody. I mean, it's just slow, miserable, and it's it's not pretty. So, and then having to help my, like my dad is taking this really really hard, which is kind of unusual. Like he's usually pretty good about handling this kind of stuff but yeah. for some reason i don't know if it's because like this is the mom of his wife and yeah. without her he wouldn't have her i'm i'm not sure what like emotional depth this is taking but it's really taking its toll on him or it might be a combination of that my his dad had the stroke and isn't like 100 percent yet and yeah really, i mean anytime you realize much. that you're getting close to losing your parents yeah yeah and i mean especially 
at their age, they're right. lucky to have their parents still around. Like, honestly, yeah. lucky. Yeah. Um, so. Yep. So it's been a whole lot of um, no good. Right. But we will we will persevere and we will move on. And um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so, um, but did you know, babe, that the IRS is out to get people? Yeah, they'll call and... And, and they're going to call and they're going to file a lawsuit against them. So I got one of those robocalls this last... It was like the one highlight of my week. It's <laughs> so I got this robocall, and it was this robotic, like, computerized voice, like, you have an IRS, da-da-da-da-da, and they're going to, you know, sue you in court. And, you know, it was literally like a 12-year-old had wrote the script. But when I lost it was, they're going to file a lawsuit against you. And you can, I had just see it now, the person that was typing up the script, this damn... You know, Computer program? The synthesizer it was reading, they, they spelled out S-U-I-T-E instead of, you know, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I started laughing my ass off. I'm like, a lawsuit, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Lawsuits so, are so awful! <laughs> little uh, PSA there, folks. The IRS <laughs> won't call you, you have to call them. They just send you letters. So Well, and the IRS is like the most ridiculous organization on the planet. Of course they're not going to call you. That would take time and effort. They don't actually want to give you any effort into collecting the money. They just want you to fuck up bad enough that they can get more from you. Like, that's it. Right. Yep. Sorry, that was my little rant no, about it's, the IRS. No, it's... Like, it, no shit, they're going to call you, really? Having had to have dealt with them in the past due to the divorce and whatnot and going through the things I had to go through to get that, that particular tax year filed... Um, yeah, they, their only interest is getting paid. They don't care who pays them, how they get paid, what, where it comes from, whether or not the person they got the money from actually owed that money. And then to, to get it back, though, it takes a whole, like, they just take it from you. Like, they garnish your wages, yeah. they'll do this, they'll do that, they do all this stuff. But to get it back, when you're like, no, actually, that was an incorrect this, and you're like, oh, well, here's a mountain the size of a, or a stack of paperwork the size of a Bible for you to fill out, and uh, go ahead and get this, and then we'll look at it, and we may have to have more, and we might, we'll review your application and let you know if it's approved or not. I'm like, motherfucker, you took my money. My money, because it wasn't supposed to be. I mean, so, yeah, it's, they're not ones to uh, to do anything except just take the easy route out, and then they make it super difficult for you. Yes. So, that's always fun. But we do have some uh, listener voicemail, babe. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think we may have, I, uh, I can't remember if we, I don't remember if we forgot to play this one on the last episode, <laughs> or we literally just said it's been that long since we recorded um, oh, it's just been that long since we recorded. Never mind. We didn't forget to play it because it would have been played in the last episode. But the first one here is from a always a, a good person to hear from. It's from Izzy Rock. And if all goes well here, my... Come on. Oh, damn it. Okay. How do you get to the speaker now? Oh. Hold on, it's going all sorts of wonky here. I probably should have downloaded this before I tried <laughs> starting this because normally I just play it right through the interface, but it's not working quite right. So I'll come back to that one here in a second and try to do it, see if I can figure out a quick way to get it in there. Um, the other one, I know this motherfucker's loud enough to play it, so I'm going to get that loaded up here. Sorry for all the uh, behind-the-scenes crap here, guys. This one's from Uncle Slacker. Hey guys, it's Slacker. You're right, I am calling back in. I don't have anything else to really say about Louisiana and the cow tipping thing, except for we couldn't tip cows, we had sea cows, otherwise known as sea tards. Manatees, you just kind of roll them like logs. But getting to what you were talking about last week with your problem with your chihuahua rocket, the, the problem with your chihuahua rocket is in the title, chihuahua. I am now outside my house walking my wife's Chihuahua Poodle. I've been out here for 15, 20 minutes, and this little bitch keeps doing her little shit dance and won't drop a load. Yeah, I'm talking to you, you little fucktard. <laughs> anyway, I think there are so many problems in this world with people talking about immigrants. I don't think we need to talk about immigrants anymore. I think we need to talk about deportation of Chihuahuas, and Chihuahua kind. <laughs> that dog's just Chihuahuas. They're arrogant little asshole bitches. I am so talking to you. Keep looking at me, fucktard. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Jody, I'm speaking to you. You said it last week. Oh. Uh-oh. Your carpet is starting to smell like dog pee. <laughs> I'm 
imagine if that was your towels. Yes, your towel collection. Ooh, <laughs> wrap that around it. Or you could just tie the dog to the end of a stick and use it as a mop or something. If this dog don't shit, I'm going to wrap it around a tree. You guys have a great night. I'm going to hopefully go in here and sit down and relax in a minute. Have a good show. Bye, guys. <laughs> so, my favorite part of the entire voicemail was the tranquil birds in the background. With <laughs> and here he is trying to get this damn dog to, to shit. So, uh, a rocket update. Um, without Since the carpeting has been removed and the previous owner's dog's markings have been removed, he's stopped marking his territory in here. And you He will that, still have an accident if you don't let him out enough, right, which... Right. We just experienced. We just we experienced put- <laughs> because Tempe left her door open, and he's like, "Ooh, new pee territory." <laughs> um, but he, uh, between that and getting his nuts cut, he has become a much gentler, kinder, simpler rocket. In fact, he's curled up in my lap right now, snoozing away peacefully. He's not barking at every little thing in sight and trying to hump all that moves, like he had been in the past. So, I'm going to chalk that one up as a win. Um, how, you you were actually I wasn't here for the return of him coming back from the vet. How was he when you brought him home? <laughs> he he looked stoned as fuck in that picture you sent me, and like trying to contemplate what did he go, where did he go wrong in his life <laughs> to get this kind of treatment. Um. So he uh, he was stoned, but like pitiful, like like. He also had to have teeth pulled. Oh, so yeah, he had to have some teeth so pulled too. So he'd been he'd been like molested from all angles. He only had one testicle that had dropped, so they had to go internal for the other. And like he just he was just very upset. Um, well, not only did they have to go internal, but they made the incision at the base of his dick. Yeah. Like I'm like okay, add insult to injury here, folks. Like you you already took one nut to get to the other one. You're 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 cutting him at the base of his dick, and you're just mean. <laughs> he he just was very pitiful. He um, but he bounced back a lot faster than I've seen other dogs bounce back. Partially, he is so short, dude. I mean. Listeners, be, <laughs> you you may not understand the thing that is Rocket is so tiny. He's he's only three pounds. He's three pounds, and he can't jump on the furniture. He couldn't jump on the furniture. He can barely jump on the couch. In fact, when we switched from the low couches to the high couch, he had a real problem for like three days. He couldn't actually quite do it. <laughs> um, he cannot jump on our bed. He we had to put stairs. <laughs> we have like a little doghouse with stairs that he can go up uh, to our bed. So the the most pitiful thing was that, that he couldn't jump. He couldn't, he'd like start to try to jump and it, you could tell it would pull on a stitch and he'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, don't he'd do that. Like, um, but he bounced back pretty quickly. The kids didn't help for sure. They just, you know, all about bugging Rocket. It, di- it really didn't help that we were still in the middle of the wood floor project. So it was super loud and he'd like glare at me. Every time, because the boards, you like lay them in and you click the one side, whichever the short side or the long side, uh-huh. and then you take, I've got the like hiccups, um, you take the little tapping block and you tap, 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 tap until they go in. He did not like that. He did not like the tap, 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 tap. Uh, he really didn't like the saw because I had the sliding compound miter saw thing out on the front deck. And I go on the boards, and he'd be like, "What? What? What? What the fuck is that?" Um. So he just—he really hated the whole process. He hated the whole thing. Um. He does like the lady at the vet, though. Which one? I don't know her name. The one that brought him out—that was like super cuddly, like, "Oh, my precious little baby." No. Like he just likes all the attention that the girls with boobs at the yeah. at the vet give him. Speaking of boobs, <laughs> what? So, I looked up, and there was this, and I'm, I'm going to say it like this, and it's going to sound super offensive, but then I'm going to explain it, and it'll make more sense. There was this pair of tits walking down the street. <laughs> because the way that this, so you ever see like one of those super deep V-necks that like doesn't connect until it's like at the belly button? She was wearing one of those. And then I, I, when I looked up, I was like, that was the first thing I noticed that she was wearing the super the, the, the V cut shirt. And then I noticed that her you know, like like one sneeze, one like 
wrong us to win and like we're gonna have full-on titty popping out right then i looked up at her face and like there was no way to verify that's the face of an 18 year older person i am looking away now and so i just made sure i kept because i was i keep my focus on the road we're at the stop sign and we're trying to get through traffic to get ezra to his um to his rugby game but i out of curiosity i look over at ezra to see what he's looking at and it was just like you like like fucking he's just staring as she's walking by and so I just, I'm like, I let it slide and was waiting and waiting and waiting. And then finally she goes around the corner and it's safe for me to look again. Cause I didn't want to, like I said, I didn't want to get a chance, take a chance at glancing at underage boobs. Cause that's just, that's a whole nother level of wrong in so many different ways. And I'm not trying to get into that kind of trouble. Um, so if she'd been clearly no, no. of age, you wouldn't have minded staring at her no, boobs. Cause well, I mean, you're, reason, you're sending the so, wrong message. Here. No, what I'm saying is, is that. I don't want to look like the creepy old man that's staring at a teenage girl, especially if she's got her tits hanging out. Um, I don't want to be the creepy old man staring at any girl, but I especially <laughs> don't want to be the creepy old man that's possibly staring at, I'm staring at an, a possibly underage female. That's just, that's a whole nother level of, uh-oh, right? Um, so I, I am, I'm just saying, no, it's, I, I would not have ogled anyways, but it, it, it's just, Anyway, the, well, there's the creeper status. I mean, you were a teenage girl once. Like, there's a different, you know, level of issues there, right? Sure. God damn. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the reason I'm kind of sidetracked here is I'm trying to get to the damn voicemail while I'm doing this too, and it's not working. Yeah, I'm sidetracked too. I've got clients texting me, and I've got fingernails trying to break, and oh, I got all sorts of stuff going on, man. Well, like I signed into Google, and then it's signing back out, and. I, no I really, Google for you. I need the, uh, no, the different, account. motherfucker, <laughs> I was signed into the other account. God damn it. <laughs> this is excellent radio, folks, I know, but. Well, you can cut it out, you know. Yeah, I, I got you. Probably will. 25-ish. Voicemail woes. But anyways, what I was trying to, so I, when I noticed that he was looking, I just, mm -hmm. I looked over at Ezra, I'm like, so, uh, y y your neck okay? He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, well, your head snapped to attention pretty quick when she went walking by. How in the fuck? Oh my God. Oh wait, it lied to me. Son of a bitch. What? It said I was logged into the wrong account again, but I'm not. So, anyways, I think I got it this time. Okay. But, so, I, his, yeah, I mean, I, I like, you damn near gave yourself whiplash. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I saw what you were staring at. What, what, what? I'm like, dude, there was a pair of boobs walking down the street, and you were, like, hardcore, like, Chinese. I, I didn't see that. And he's, like, getting all, like, harumph about it. I'm like, Ezra, it's okay that you notice these things. I'm just trying to get you to understand that, like, you know, the whole white, like, spot, spot of drool on your chin and the, like, the, the ogling and the super long staring is where we've got to, you know, like, it's, it's okay for people to, it's okay for women to, to look at a guy and go, damn. And it's okay for, you know, I, I feel it's okay for men to look at women and go, damn. But when you get, take it past that point to the point where you're, like, kind of, like, getting super creepy and uncomfortable, that's where you've got to be careful and draw the line. I'm like, but, you you noticed I didn't know I I didn't my Ezra dude it's fine you're gonna know I'm like I'm here I'm trying to have a conversation with you about this that we can you know kind of help you have a sense of decorum and proper way to appreciate people of the opposite sex without getting all sort of you know dirty and creepy about it and he just took the whole super embarrassed I didn't I didn't see anything I don't know what you're talking about I'm like okay whatever buddy but yeah he's definitely noticing the uh, the boobages now. <clears throat> Well, he's been noticing the boobs just for a while. Like, a, a while. Yeah, but these ones he really noticed. So I'm going to see if this is a little bit louder this time. If not, then it's going to, um, I'll have to put it in. I will play it here anyways, but I'll put it in afterwards. Hopefully you'll be able to hear it no matter what. Hey, Whoa. Jody and Justin, it's Izzy. I'm here at work. Checking out your podcast episode 147, I think is what it is. And uh, I missed you guys, by the way. <laughs> I really did. Uh, sucks when one of my favorite podcasts hasn't released an episode, but I understand exactly where mind. you guys are coming from as far as schedules and everything. Uh, my son, Zach, has chosen to play rugby instead of soccer. Hell yeah. Uh, he was just playing rugby, and he's, uh, he's an eighth grader, and so he'll be doing weight training for football, and then in the evening, practicing rugby. So 
Uh, I'm excited. Also, the keto diet, guys. I heard you guys talking about that. Uh, and I'm so sorry to hear that you're having allergy issues with your kids. Uh, that sucks. Um, dairy is allowed in the keto diet. And I will say, like, you said you're not there mentally. Just take to doing it. Um, today is what I'm calling you guys is the 23rd, uh, March 23rd. I've been on this diet for two months. I've had one piece of cake for my son's birthday. Uh, but other than that, I've, I've kept on it. It's easy once you keep on it. Uh, you just gotta, you know, abstain from stuff. There's abstain from sugar, bread, pastas, you know, starches. Beer. Just remember, all good food <laughs> is above ground. Isn't this diet the bad food? Is the stuff that's underground? So, so, um, but yeah, something cracks law. So take coleslaw and cook a hamburger. Put some bacon in there, uh, and then the grease from that. Take a bunch of coleslaw, mix it up. You guys got a great meal. Um, anyway, take care. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Uh, being a great parents. Love you guys. Later. You know, every time Izzy leaves a voicemail onto our show or to another show, I just go back and think about all like the stupid ass voicemails that I've left where I stumble <laughs> and I'm like I'm sound like a dumbass. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> I'm not. Worthy. No, Izzy is so damn cool. Though. All I can think about is when people are like, "This is my favorite pod," or you know, one mm-hmm. of my favorite. Pod. I'm like, no. <laughs> How? Why? <laughs> don't get it <laughs> when we're sorry for letting you down again yeah. but i hope you'll understand with the, the stuff that we've had going on in life lately there's in been, fact there... i'm doing the dishes he's like i'm gonna set up to do the podcast i'm like no <laughs> i just wanted to go to bed yeah yeah it, 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 we, we i had love... to be in the right mood right. and i've we... just been so tired yeah we've been we love doing this show, but it does take a proper headspace to get into it to kind of get things moving. Um, and sometimes, when, especially when there's all this other crap going on, it it's very difficult to get to that headspace. So I apologize for, for disappointing you again, Mr. Izzy, because I know we missed last week, but we'll have this one out to you here soon. Um, that's cool as shit, though, that his kid's playing rugby. Like, I'm glad to hear that rugby's taking his off. Kid, is it his kid? Or yeah, did no, he's, it's his okay. kid. His, his I, couldn't, I couldn't... You're, like, a room away from me, so I couldn't hear right. very yeah. clearly. It's uh, his it's his youngest son. Cool. Um, and he's he's doing rugby instead of soccer. Um, awesome. Dude, look the game up and start looking into the rules because they're going to start throwing words at you that you're like, what in the actual fuck? And they get into, like, the scrum and the number of tries and they're talking about hookers and all this other shit. Like, British games have the weirdest terms. Like there's, but rugby is fucking awesome because it's one of the only games I've been to where you're literally watching these guys beat the ever-loving fuck, not the high school ages, of course, but as they get further into the game, these guys are beating the ever-loving fuck out of each other on the field. And then afterwards, they're like, hey, man, good game, buddy. And they're having a pint. Like, yeah. there's never any of that Twitter beef bullshit that we get with the NFL and all the other crap that we have going on. Well, um, I liked it. Uh, you were watching a game like several weeks ago. Yeah. And they had the ref was like, I think this bad thing happened. And would you get a fine chap and please put the replay? Yep. And they do it. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, I didn't. I wanted a few seconds later. Oh, you gone too far. And <laughs> everything. Like they go through this whole process. And the yeah. whole time, the teams are just totally calm, not yelling. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Check it out. The it's co- all good. The coaches aren't screaming, you fucking yeah. bastards. Best way. They're, they're all looking at the screen, too. Like, yeah, yeah, let's check this out. And then they check it out. And the guy, the ref was wrong. The, the play was good. And no, no, actually, the person that it wasn't—it was one of the coaches that questioned the play. Oh, okay. And they had the ref review it. Oh, okay. Um, b- because it was a contestment of the uh, of the points they scored. Whatever happened, like it, it, however it played out, like the person that that could have been ill affected by the whole thing was like, no problem, blah blah blah. <laughs> you were, yeah, well, you, it, when you were describing, you're like pip pip cheerio. Well, that's what he said. Because the, the referee's like, so that's that. We'll play it again. Play it again. He's like. If that's all they, they're trying to pull the call on, I have no nothing I can do except give the points to that team because that's a good play. Is that what they're? And he's like, so is that what they're calling? He's like, yep, yep, that's what we had a problem with. He's like, well, sorry, I got boys, but it's got to go the points to the team. Cheers! And I'm like, cheers! This is amazing. Like the whole the whole thing is like it's just so like cordial, cordial. Well, I mean, but but not like they are. These guys are literally fucking each other up up and down the field. But there's a definite set of rules. For code of conduct yeah. that is adhered to that while 
I understand there's a reason why we left the British Empire in the first place. <laughs> there are certain things we could learn from them, like some decorum and and just you know handling certain things, like the way they do this. Because that's one of the things I hate the most about these goddamn sports, like regular sports, like NFL and NBA and whatnot. You get these hot-headed, overpaid bastards that are like you know. Uh, just they just all they want is like drama in their life, and it just creates this whole thing. And then you get these people. I can't believe you do this. My son looks up to you. It's like okay, just stop. But what I will say is, is that I'm not sure how far you into this you are, Izzy. But get a book, like not not like a book to read while the game is playing, but like a book about rugby and start <laughs> learning stuff. Because I made a complete and total like American ass out of myself <laughs> via a kid. Thankfully, like I used I used their um. Uh, Ezra's friend that is playing rugby with him to like ask the question, but because I knew that I was just gonna look stupid if I asked it, because this grown ass American man like, oh, you stupid wanker, right? Um, but they called the the the, um, the scores when you get a score, they called a try. And I'm just I was I was kind of joking around with the kids. I'm like, you know, I said it's always it's always confused me. They call us a try. Like you didn't you, you didn't just try, you succeeded. Like I was thinking of T R Y, right? Turns out it's actually T R I. Because at the time when the game first got invented, uh, every time you scored, it was worth three points. So it was called a try for three. And so the, and this very Australian gentleman, who's one of the coaches and, and people that helps out, was answering this question when, when um, as his friend asked it. And I'm just sitting there like feeling dumber and dumber, like, I'm a dumb American. I'm a dumb American. They didn't think there could have been more than one version of the word try. And I didn't think to bring math into this. I'm just a stupid <laughs> fucking American. And he's like, and so back in the 18, da, 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 when so-and-so rugby created, or in the town of rugby when they made the game, and, da, da, and he's like going to this whole history lesson. I'm like... I am really a dumb American. <laughs> He's like, because then at that point it was worth three points, but then they went to five points, but they still called it a try because that's what everybody knew, knew it as. But do you know why they went to five points, boys? And they're like, no. He's like, well, it's because it takes so, you know, if you have so many points to consider it a winning game, it was taking forever for the game. So then, they, then they, now I think they could try is worth like 10 points or something because there's like an obscene amount of points you have to get to like consider it a one game and there's got to be a certain spread between the two teams. And so the only way they could get to that in a timely fashion didn't take like days like, like it does with cricket. They had to add on to this. And I'm paraphrasing a bit and I'm sure I'm probably fucking it up. So for all of our New Zealand and Australian listeners, just understand that I'm doing the best that I can with my simple American brain here. <laughs> <clears throat> I still don't understand American football. Right. So, I mean, I, I get some of it, but, like, not all of it. Yeah. So, I'm kind of there with, like, like I really don't need to know much other than I can tell when they're advancing down the field the way they're supposed to, and I can tell when they've scored. That's all I need to know. Right. Like, great job. So, and then... Some of the some of the f- weird things that go through my brain as I watch my son and my and these people on TV play rugby, the scrum is a very weird setup. <laughs> like you have all the players, all the players from each team, and it's, it's a way they basically reset the ball in the field. And I get how it all works, and I understand what they're doing. But there's this poor guy in the very back. He's like the number eight position or whatever. I don't know what they can't remember what they call it, but the, with the diagram I saw, they had him as number eight. So that's just what I'm going with, right? <laughs> it's a reference that I have. It's a number. And so it was just like he's in, he's kind of in the very back, and he's he's got a and they all kind of hold on to each other, and they're all trying to get to the ball and kick it to their side, so they get the ball and yada yeah. But the way they have to hold on to a couple of these gentlemen is it's it, your fingers are very close to the ass cracks of these other men, and I'm always sitting there watching. It's like man, if somebody slips and a finger goes up the old uh, the wrong tube by accident, this is going to be a whole other this is going to be a whole other game. And then I'm on Reddit today. And this guy was talking about playing rugby, <laughs> and it happened. He actually, his finger slipped and right up his buddy's rear end. And I guess the guy had had one on deck that he'd been holding in. <laughs> and that kind of was the, um, that is pretty much the, that broke the damn free. So then he went into detail about all this stuff. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so it has happened. <laughs> this game's savage. <laughs> but... Yeah, so if, if, Izzy, that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy to hear that your kid's playing rugby. I think he's going to love it. It's way, in my opinion, it's way more enjoyable to watch as a parent. Um, it's easier to handle 
the other parents, because most of the people that I've met so far in this game are all very level-headed and understand how the game works, and they they understand that because it works the way it does, there's not a lot of this, well, I've got to make sure that the coach or the referee is actually paying attention. If not, I'm going to scream at them, yada, yada, yada. Um, and also, Ezra just loves the hell out of it, and it's keeping them active, and it's making them move, um, and it's just, all in all, it's a really, it's a really good game to watch. It's really fun, but definitely if you can get some sort of a, like a, a, a like a rugby for dummies manual or something like that to help you out they'll definitely because with the first the first season or the first uh yeah season he played i was lost I'm just well like, it doesn't uh, help that they change the a lot of the rules of the younger age. they do yeah that, that's the part where a lot of my like when they're playing this i'm like oh this all makes this i've read this i, I get this reference <laughs> <laughs> but before that yeah he said they've, they've changed everything so i didn't know exactly where they were going or what they were doing so um, it, it makes a lot more sense once you've got a little bit better point of reference. And also, I, I, if you've got some sort of streaming service that gets the access to, uh, I can't remember which sports channel it is, but there's one of them. BBC, I think it might have been BBC Sports or something that the BBC helps with. They play a lot of the rugby games, like the big ass events on that, and that's cool to watch too. Especially when you're watching the motherfuckers with like the double gulp beer, the double gulp of beer in the stands, just chugging beer and getting goddamn just shitty drunk. It's it's pretty. Impressive. Like I, I was expecting brawls and all sorts of stuff left and right in the game, but it never actually happened. <clears throat> so, let's uh, see that 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 and that. Um, I was actually going to ask you, babe. So the whole uh, the flooring project while I was gone, mm-hmm. um, from conceptualization to actually putting it into process to finish. What? How, how did that all go for you? Was it harder than you expected? Easier than you expected? Because I want to first off, before you go into this, I want to say my wife is more awesomer than your wife. I left town with a carpeted downstairs, and I came back to a completely ripped out, gutted, and partially laminated floor down in our downstairs area, all on her own volition because she was done with the carpet, and <laughs> so. I'm like, I was actually bragging about it when I was at the school. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting here drinking beers and hanging out and having dinner with you. And she's back home and still on laminate flooring. They're like, what? You're an asshole. I'm like, no, I tried to tell her to wait. She said, no, because she was fucking done. So, well, she- we have a history when we, there's a project we'd like to do that it never gets done. So I didn't want to wait. We had, I had the time available. So I decided to do it. So, Basically, it took longer than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. I thought I would be done by Friday. Right. And we weren't done until Saturday night, Sunday morning. Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, a day is not really no, the I biggest mean, of problems, but I really did think. Now, the reasons that I got delayed. No, you had the deck stacked against you because your help kept coming late. And my help stuff. kept coming late or not at all. I had the kids more than I was supposed to because at the very least they were going to watch the kids. Right. Tempe was sick. Yep. And needy. And we have this one spot of the subfloor that was wavy. I had, yes, the subfloor is subpar. (laughs) Um, In fact, it's a really weird, they use cement backing board. And if I, if If looking back on it and mm -hmm. if i had a little bit more cash on hand i would have ripped up the subfloor and put down new subfloor as well but knowing that it's just cheap laminate and we may it may not be permanent anyway i just decided to go with it so we've got a weird wonky bit going to the bedroom and we've got a weird wonky we've got got a couple of weird wonky bits but it wasn't any more wonky than it was before it's just not carpet right so it feels different that's it um they hid some of the wonkiness with extra padding when yeah. they did carpet. Yeah. Um, but you self-leveled part of the floor out that mastic stuff. Yeah, I, so. I self-leveled the by the kitchen. But there's this whole section toward that wall that kind of just slowly slopes too. So there, there's a little bit... Just the things that were there already are just now a little more noticeable. Right. But I don't really care. No, I, no, you can't tell. And it looks amazing. And it totally changed the look of the downstairs. It changed, it's probably changed the sound of this podcast, too. A little bit. That might be a little more <laughs> echoey. We're trying to and you know add more stuff. What I have noticed is I do definitely notice like sounds in the kitchen. Uh-huh. You can hear them all the way back in the bedroom, which yeah. before you couldn't. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking that we might have that means we have the exact reverse problem. Sounds from the bedroom might make it all the way towards the kitchen and Tempe side of the house. We might want to you know find ways to dampen those things you're just talking about sex sounds now 
I never said that. I'm just that's saying what things, you're saying. Things that happen in the bedroom. <laughs> we have a bathroom there. <laughs> might be heard elsewhere in the house. Therefore, we might want to. You know, do, I was trying to avoid. You know, no, the whole... but you weren't. You weren't avoiding anything. You were just not saying the words. Like you were exactly. That is exactly what you were implying. Not that I haven't implied the same thing on the podcast before, but I'm just saying. Um. So yeah, it was. It, slightly more difficult than i thought it would be so the thing is that the first bit takes absolutely forever and the last when bit you say takes the first bit the, the first row there yeah when you're setting the first row that yeah that took forever i mean that took like half a day for the first two rows right and then after that it was like row 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 every five minutes yeah if you don't get but your- then you get to the end and it's like now you have to it's measuring and and mm-hmm. cutting and uh you know a lot of at the beginning a lot of improvising because i didn't have the proper tools because you know right. stuff um but physically not a hard job like, unless you uh just somehow randomly dislocate your kneecap yes still not sure that happened during that process but okay no i, I know for a fact i injured it I'm not saying that the the rest of the injury didn't occur later on. Yeah. I, was, I know I, I had I had a Sunday. knee injury the first day because yeah. I landed on it hard, and I think I did the same thing, like just slightly less dramatically. Right. Um. Because when I went to bed that night, I did pop it, and it it wasn't like a normal knee pop; like it was like a shuddering. Yeah. Um. But I did. I wore the knee pads a lot, and you didn't. Yeah. Well, I I didn't see them around here yeah. when I when I was doing it. So. Um. um but yeah, I I felt pretty confident that i could do the job and for the most part i did no you did just fine the only thing i ended up doing was helping it go faster because there was more people to you know there was another body to help right because it's a lot faster if you don't have to get up to get aboard right or if you don't have to get up and go make the cut or while you're making the cut somebody else can be racking in the other pieces of wood that you're while you're waiting for the cut to come through and all that so but i will tell you too many cooks in the kitchen can spoil the pot because Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're puzzling things out in your head it just is so much harder when there's people talking. Yeah. <laughs> like the biggest problem I had was at one point trying to talk out one of the cut. The one that's really fucked up over there mm-hmm. in the corner is because mom and I were having a battle of, of wills mm-hmm. and, and yeah. Well, we might be, we might end up going through and pulling that one little section back yeah. and replacing it. Cause it's not too much there. It's only like what, three or four boards. Right. And we can patch it in and get it better. Um, just so that it's not because right now the trim doesn't quite finish meet up to where the floor is yeah. down spot so it's just one of those like w- yeah yeah dumb dumb mistakes that i was too tired right to be making decisions and i wanted to quit and my mom will come my mom comes over at like five o'clock and it's like oh great let's work till one o'clock in the morning i'm like well, my kids go to bed at eight and i've and all that and i've been up since you know yeah. Yeah, I've been up since five and the kids need to go to bed at eight and I can't like we have rules in our neighborhood about not using the buzzsaw after eight. Yeah. Not to mention you can't be pounding with a hammer while my kids are trying to sleep. Like right. you cannot work past a certain time and she'd just be like, Well, I think we can get another row done. I'm like, No. Kids, yeah. bed, go away. Right. And that it was one of those. Yeah kind of scenarios. Well no, but I, I did want to say, you know, in a kind of more of a public setting, thank you. Because you kicked ass and took names and this, and all I did was come in and finish the math. I, I, I was equal parts like relieved that I wasn't here to deal with it, and equal parts felt like a, a shit heel because I'm like, here I am sitting over here in Central Oregon, hanging out with my customers and whatnot, and and you're back there racking in flooring and this and that and doing that. And I'm just like, do 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 do. Well, we don't work um, well together in this kind of. We do and we don't. No, we don't. I'm sorry. I mean, be honest about it. We don't. We got into a fight like the first bit you were here. We already started fighting. So we don't work well together. And that's fine. But knowing that it was nice to just get some of it done and done without the stress. Because like I can do it, Mm -hmm. but I can't be do it and be stressed about it at the same time. I break down when I've got too much pressure. So it worked out. Right. No, and then you know, we just the, the little fight we had the first night it was just kind of it was like the reintegration, so to speak. We got had to get on the same page with each other and kind of figure out what was going on. I, we were both exhausted, so I think that added to the yeah. the frustration levels. Neither one of us was uh, forming words properly, um, <laughs> and so it was causing us to piss the other one off even more. So it finally got to the point where we just kind of called a truce for the evening <laughs> yeah. and reattacked when we had sleep under our our, 
belt, and then it went much better at that point. Um, and then also, it didn't help that having your mom in the background piping up whenever she thought that I was wrong, and I was like, you know what, this is not. I'm trying to have. Anyways, shush. <laughs> so, I don't think I. Yeah. I think you were reading more into that too, because I only she only said the one thing, so. It's all good. We got past it. So yeah. everything's kosher there. So, and the trim pieces are done and they're not installed yet. Cause obviously we're, we're a couple of spots. We're going to pat you know, and we're going to kind of doctor up. They're done in the bedroom. Right. But in the living room, we've still done got in the some bedroom. That was a weird thing to say. So the magic happens. I was trying to make a sexual. You just joke. said everything's done in the bedroom. Like done, like, like done. Anyways. You missed the joke. No, I think you you spoke <laughs> weirdly. Maybe I did. You spoke weirdly. I, I can't I can't speak good. <laughs> you know, speak it to good. All right. So, but yeah, so I wanted to say thank you for taking that on and doing it. Um, I, I did think it was funny. One of the last things you said to me, like, well, if nothing else from this project, I think you may have gotten your wish that we're not going to do the upstairs. <laughs> we'll hire somebody to do it. <laughs> I think I might hire somebody to do the upstairs. Yeah. Because it's going to be harder. There's because, a lot more weird shit up there than yeah. there is down here. And while I'm doing it, I'll have them do the stairs. Right. Because I want to do the stairs, and I want to do the wood paneling where the carpet is on the... Right. I think it'll look really good. Yeah. So it'll just take a little bit to get it all, all matched in, but... But it does, I did notice as soon as I walked in the house, it didn't, like, when I'm away from the house for a few days, I can kind of come back and smell that old house musty carpet smell that we had that we were having a problem with. Um, and when I came home, I didn't notice that at all. And so, it, for sure, while the upstairs carpet still will eventually need to go, it's nowhere near as bad a shape as the downstairs was. Um, so taking that and ripping it out and seeing the um, seeing the pad and, and how it was how it was all set up was, let us know that it was pretty pretty gnarly yeah. but it's, it's it's an interesting task to do shit like that when you've got kids running around like you know don't leave the buzz saw or the uh this saw <laughs> plugged in where they can accidentally get a hold of it and turn it on chop something off and and make sure they don't touch this or keep them from dancing around that or jumping in or jumping out or you have to stop every you know so often i'm hungry i need a snack i'm thirsty well, we this. also had paint on the floor mm-hmm. because we painted the subfloor with kills paint and yeah. to make sure the primer to make right. sure there was no uh seepage from right the and, animal smell and like there was one point where like they just come bombing through here with bare feet on the paint and mm-hmm. i was just done yeah 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 it's house projects are interesting with children and the real super bummer part was that i was looking at the um and you were you had pointed this out to me but i was looking at after you pointed it out to me was the uh the padding was really good quality like, and the carpet wasn't actually pretty well, the carpet's not bad in terms of its quality it's just ruined right so it was super it was like a super shitty thing to look at it's like wow this is actually a really somebody spent a ton of money mm-hmm. to get this floor done really nice with the carpeting mm-hmm. and it got ruined by one shitty tenant mm-hmm. which is part of the, the part that scares me about the possibility of becoming a um landlord. a landlord is that it just, it just it takes that one Take that one tenant to completely fuck over all the hard work and, and care and whatnot you put into this place when you're trying to provide a nice house for somebody else and they just fucking shit all over it. Well, it's why you don't. I mean, personally, my opinion is that as a landlord, you don't allow pets. Yeah, you kind of have to not do that. You know, in like, order to- I mean, we stayed in a place that didn't allow pets. Yeah. And, you know, that was just the way of it. And yep. we knew it going in and, and we dealt with it. I think it's bummer. Like I don't, right. I don't, I want to let people have pets as, as a landlord, but I think as it's such a risk you take, it's such a risk and just, just take that, that risk out of your life. Um, because that way, if there's any pet damage, it's immediately out of their, their deposit. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep the whole thing kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. Um, it's just a super bummer that, that personal responsibility and, and taking care of shit like that is no longer uh, a priority for people. Um, because some of the places I've seen where somebody walks out, it's like, damn, like you, how can you even live like that? Um, well, like when we first walked into this place and saw the carpet in the original mm-hmm. condition before we went through and right. cleaned it up and steam cleaned it and everything else, it was like, why would, how could you even like the nicotine stick mod on the walls? Like mm-hmm. it was so gross. The, 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 the yellow staining as we were spraying it off and getting it hosed down. Yep. Like how could people live like that and, and be okay? You know? So, and actually that was like at my grandma's house, we were going through and, and 
we were my mom, my mom was um, helping her or was going through and clean up some cage, the kitchen and doing some dishes for her and whatnot. And we're just kind of kind of looking around like she's not been feeling well for a while. Like I'm not sure if she didn't tell anybody this or what was going on, but I, I they lived out in the country and they live in a single wide trailer. Mm-hmm. But that single wide trailer was really nice on the inside. Like she kept it clean, right? And it was no longer clean. I'm like, this is not. Like this, and it wasn't just like you know a week or two worth of of, of build up and dirt and grump, grossness and whatnot. Like this has been going on for a while. I mean, they were definitely redneck and white trash and had some weird habits from that, but never unclean. So right. I'm like, so Grandma's been sick for a long time, and I don't know if she told somebody and then it just didn't process it, or if she was just being too stubborn to admit it, or what was going on. But that was kind of a bummer too. It was like, oh man, so. Uh, life, you know, it's it's hard to watch your loved ones hit that point and and get to the point where they're moving on. And I I get it, I understand it, and I have a very you know cut and dry look about or not cut and dry look, but a cut and dry um thought process when it comes to the whole life and death cycle. But it's you, it's still the little things, it's the little things you pick up on. Like that's not normal stuff that this person would do. So this has not been a as set of an issue as we had all thought it was right so yeah but i think this kind of ends my notes for the week unless you got anything else um nope so we've got uh see we've got book fairs coming up don't we oh shit i have i have book fairs i have talent shows next right. week oh that's the thing yeah it is it's next, next week, week yeah. while you're gone oh, and fun. i'm completely <laughs> i'm so far behind on that yeah oh my god like i just like that just hit me really hard. <laughs> well, I just I, yeah, it kind of you just said that and it hit me too. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I gotta make sure I'm I'm packed up because I actually fly out Sunday yeah. from New Orleans. Yeah. So. So yeah, I'm. I've got the talent show. I've got book fairs. I've got. We're working on getting Tempe caught up this week from being sick. Actually, that's something we should we we didn't really talk about that. Yeah. It it definitely seems to be dairy. Yeah. We've gotten that because she's, she's finally been, over the the she's over the stomach virus plus. All I haven't d- heard her say my tummy hurts Mm-mm. at uh, all right. in a week. And well, and like I was really dreading this morning getting her up and getting her out of bed. Like she's going to be a pill. It's going to be hard to get her to school. And you feel bad because you don't want to be mad at the kid for it. But at the same time, like it's hard to not get mm-hmm. grumpy with him. They're being so un- unwieldy with you. And she woke up. She's like, oh, I'm tired still. I'm like, yeah, I understand, honey. Then she gets down and she looks at me and she's like, I love you, daddy. And she gives me a big hug. And she just prances into the bathroom, takes, you know, goes to the bathroom, brushes her teeth, comes back out, gets some breakfast. I'm like, there's the Tempe I know and love and remember. So it was such a, re- after having, like, you don't realize how much stress it causes until that stress is gone. You're like, ah. So at, at the very least, if she doesn't have a full-blown milk allergy, there's some part of the dairy that she's allergic to. We would just pretty much cut it all out. And we might, down the road, slowly reintroduce certain things just to see if we can get her back to having a little bit more of a normal, what we, I'd say what would be considered a societal normal ability to eat certain things. If not, no big deal. Um, and then when she came home from school today, I got to take the biggest praise ever. She comes and she grabs me in my hand. She looks at me with her big doe eyes in my eyes. She said, like, Daddy. I'm like, yeah. She's like, that lunch. I'm like, uh oh. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I need you to do that again tomorrow. Like that exact lunch. The only thing I want you to do different is give me more crackers. She's like, otherwise, make it just the way you made it. I'm like, okay. She's like, especially the big pickle. <laughs> I packed her one of the big dill pickles we have. So well, that I'm sounds like, really good. Yeah. But it was not, it was just a relief. It was like, okay. She had a good lunch. She had a good day at school. She came home and she's catching up on the work she missed because she was out for a solid, what, two, three days before spring break, plus sporadically throughout the months prior to that as we were trying to figure out what was going on with her. Um, so it was a, it's just a huge relief to kind of feels like that chapter is behind us and we can kind of move on now. So that's that was good. I'm glad I was happy to have that. So hopefully we have the same repeat tomorrow. And then... Thursday or Wednesday and Thursday are on you because I got appointments that are early morning appointments that I have yep. to get to. So, and then next week it's all on you because I'll be out in New Orleans for a conference. So it's called the Big Easy, right? New Orleans. Is that the nickname the Big e- the Big Easy? Maybe I'm screwing that up. I don't know. I'll be down there. So if there's anybody that listens that's in New Orleans, <laughs> I might be able to catch a beer I with you at some point. I think that's what they. I don't think I've heard that in a really long time, but. I'm really good at channeling old people, apparently, like with my cane. 
<laughs> I thought I thought she was gonna your your friend was gonna have a fucking shit fit over that when I walked into that cane. She's like, oh, you got an old man cane. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah, you you do look a little ridiculous. Yeah, but you know what? People are so much nicer to you. Oh my god! <laughs> like I think I think it was the, the juxtaposition of a fairly younger looking guy hobbling around with a cane, like. Everybody was super nice. Me, like uh, one person offered to let me cut in line at the grocery store. I said, "No, I'm fine. You were here first. They're like, no, no, no. You got. I'm like, it, it's really quite all right. I said, as long <laughs> like, as I have something to hold on to, I'm perfectly okay. And you were already there. I don't, I don't mind waiting. I probably should have just taken advantage of it, but it's just not my nature to do so. Um, but yeah, like, and then like when I was walking along, like, like usually in a parking lot, you'll get in that race. Like, who is it, the pedestrian or the car that's going to win? And people saw the cane and like. Arr! the brakes hit they stop oh come on come on let you over i'm like i should just start walking around the same more often <laughs> <laughs> at the movie theater everybody was like nobody had a problem with me getting up to go to the restroom that one time i didn't get a grumble or nothing yeah and they hobbled by him with like everybody's like oh he's got a cane the poor guy he probably can't hold it like, everybody was just really nice so i'm almost like i, I really kind of want to take advantage of this but i would feel like a shit heel if i did so i won't but it was, it was it was a nice couple of days to, to have everybody be so pleasant yes so, all right. Well, then on that note, if you have nothing else, babe, um, the one thing I can say is buy a merch. Go to our website. Look, click the link for the store. Buy a merch. It helps the show. Um, oh, I did want to say thank you to you and to Eric for the birthday present. I got that kick-ass mediocre keychain. You're welcome. And and also thank you to Eric because I guess he offered to like send his personal one <laughs> well, if it didn't. It, like it, I I hope he wasn't serious. I was, I was just like I was like no don't do that yeah, like I thought, good lord no because yeah, no, 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 I, I that one's special to you and I understand that I know you I, I, I can wait I'll wait for mine it's fine don't you don't have to uh you know but I appreciate the the sentiment that yeah. was really sweet that I, you'd be willing to do I was that. Just like I just wanted to know if they'd be here man. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. <laughs> Speaking of making him feel bad, if you guys want a good laugh, and you haven't caught this week's mediocre show yet, or last week's, this week, yeah, la- the latest episode. Um, oh my god, the Frank rant and the whole thing is—it's pretty impressive. So go go catch that. And we want—I want to say thank you to those dudes too because they—they've been a great supporter of the show. Um, they've helped out even in our absence, you know, they still find a way to mention us in the way they harass us for not having content out there or they harass, you know, me for my tattoo or my tattoo habits and this and that. So I feel like I, I should be blamed for the tattoo because <laughs> I like surprised you with the tattoo. You didn't have time to like think about it at all like it was just like here here's a tattoo we're at the tattoo parlor <laughs> and he was just like deer in the headlights like i really wanted this but not quite like this just like and the guy just basically did the same like he didn't use the inspired by kind of technique he used the, like i'm just gonna make I, the, this the xerox copy <laughs> technique yeah and I, I don't regret it at all me either i think it looks great and i can back you up that you had that idea before you knew about that other tattoo so yeah and so it's uh, you know but it was just somebody else called into the show and they're like it was a dr carnitas called into their show and was talking about because he got the um and i'm super jealous of this one but no i'm not going out to get it it was the uh the lead character from the office oh yeah that's what she said and he was talking about that he's like yeah just wait about another two weeks justin will have that one too (laughs) like god damn it frank (laughs) so but no much love to you guys thank you for all your support through you know all this and uh eric be safe while you're in moab speaking of Um, um tattoo envy yeah i I really want i actually i have it i put it in our budget plan for this because this is the like the month of bonuses and whatnot that as as long as everything checks out and the 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 few key items that i want to pay off this are paid off we should have enough left over for another tattoo so but i was gonna say tattoo envy like like Mm -hmm. i i really want the buffy tattoo that nikki has uh Gotcha. Really bad. Well, you can get her to send you a picture of it. We can go to the same guy. I have a picture of it. I'll just copy. No, I won't. I won't, though. No, I know. I might steal the concept. (laughs) But I won't actually show them a picture. I'll just explain it, and then it'll be different enough. But, But yes, I mean, just... Well, I've already got the concept for my next one, and I want to do, too. So, it's... um. I'm just saying, I, I have the same yeah. thing. I got the concept ready to go that I want for what I want to do for my next one. They well. shut down the Buffy podcast I was listening to because they got divorced, and so they're uh, not doing it anymore. Uh, okay, which makes me really sad. Yeah, like epically sad. I don't know if they're gonna bring it back or not. I would suck. So, you hear that podcast, people? Don't stop your podcasts. 
ever. <laughs> As we hear are being sporadic and missing things. I people hate, are kind of but we out. didn't drop off the face of the earth. This and is true. Just well, stop. we kind of did because I because no. tw- twice now I normally make an announcement. Yeah. Hey, really sorry. Yeah. And there was just so much going on. No, like, but I mean, no. this was just like a, they just disappeared for a month and they came back and like, well, we're going to stop because of this. And they continue, he continued on with a bunch of them, but not that one. Because mm. they did, they did like eight podcasts. Okay, got it. And they just shut down the one that I liked. <laughs> the one that you really liked. Just the one that I liked. <laughs> You're just like, God. <laughs> okay, I get so it. So now I feel like I have to pick up the torch, but I know I couldn't on that that topic. Like, I can talk about it, but they, like, get into the story and the this yeah, see, and the I that. Can, and the, I couldn't do I could that. nerd I could, out about stuff, yeah. but I, I hardly ever go into that level of depth yeah, yeah. On, certain, on most things. They talk about an hour-long episode for more than an hour. See, that's... Almost every time. That almost ruins it for me. Oh, not me. Because because I love the show so much, I can do it. Like, I couldn't do it for any show, but right. this show, yes, I totally See, for, and that's the thing for me. Like, there was somebody, uh, they, were, they were talking about the new Beauty and the Beast, and they kind of started picking apart certain things, and I'm like, that's... now. You're getting- I like to do that. I really like to now do Now you're that. getting granular. You're getting to the point now where you're just, you're picking on something to pick on it. Like not, it's not even, you know, yeah. So it, it almost ruins the, the whole thing, the whole thing for me. So I try not to get that de- deep into any of it. Cause for me, it's, it's more of an escape and a, and a release, but right. yeah. So go to the website, buy a merch. Thanks to everybody who supports our show. We love our listeners. We love all of you. Um, oh, the one thing we did do between last and time this time, and I, I this I feel like a shit heel for adding it like this, but I mean it with all my heart. Dan, my dad fucking loved his present. Oh yeah, loved it. And I guess it was talked about the entire drive home from our house to his, which is an hour, and then talked about it the entire night before bed, which is like a few more hours. Um, and we're gonna get some really nice pictures of you once he's got he's he's looking for the proper place to hang it in his man cave right now, and this takes some thought and effort, so it's not up yet. But once he finds the the, the right part to put the shrine up, we'll go ahead. And I'm gonna get you some really nice pictures of it hanging in his man cave, and I'll get a couple of him standing next to it as well too. So I want to say thank you, big thank you to Dan from Rock Salt Metalworks. I gave him a concept, didn't think that it could be accomplished in the form that he did it, and he kicked ass, took names, and you know was able to chew bubble at the same time. So uh, if you guys need any type of custom, anything done art-wise with metal, and you want it to look really cool, get a hold of him. If you guys don't know how to get a hold of him, get a hold of us. We'll get him your contact information. But he's a friend of the show. He's a friend of ours on Facebook. So there, there are ways to reach him, and we will, we will put you in the right path to get to him if necessary, if you need help. But most definitely support that dude. He is a good dude and does good things, and um, it made this birthday very special for my dad, and I was really appreciative of that, so thank you. Yes, thank you. But uh, I think that's that's it for now, and unless you have anything else to add, babe? Nope, good. All right, well, until next time, try to be shitty parents. Bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com, leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375, or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.